Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Tech Rich Games podcast. My name is Irocade, and today I am joined with my good friend Cheese. What's, What's going on, man? What up, man? Just chilling, playing some video games, chilling, chilling. you know, living the life. I hear you. I hear you. Well, before we get into uh, you know the main topics for today, uh, what what have you been uh, playing now that we're in a post Last of Us Part Two world? You know. I'm I'm really just waiting for Ghost of Tsushima right now, which we're a week away. I'm super excited for. But um, I've been playing a lot of Minecraft and RuneScape, which are two of the fucking like most. I don't even know how to explain games, but they're just time waste time timeless. wasters. And that, or that too. yeah, and timeless both both. But yeah, I've been playing a lot of RuneScape, but I've also fallen back in love with Minecraft. Because, uh, I don't know, it's just been fun. I think we should start playing Minecraft again. Bring, bring that series back. That would be it. so fun. I would need to get it on PC, though, because I only have it on PS4. Yeah, but yeah, dude, that'd be so well, fun. Well, and I have it on the Switch, too, but, you know. Yeah. Gotta have it on every console. Yeah, available. I've bought that game, like, legit, <laughs> like, five times, I think. It's almost as bad yeah, as... between, between Minecraft and Skyrim. Yeah. Oh, or God. Super Mario Bros. 3, when you used to have to buy it for every DS. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Well, I do have one announcement. I, as of last podcast till now, have joined the Platinum Trophy Club for The Last of Us Part Yay! 2. Did we record? Did yeah. we record before I platinumed it or after it? Last time. After. Okay, so yay! I think they got it like, right before... We got yeah. it, and Cooper so, doesn't. Yay! <laughs> yeah, which Cooper wasn't here today. Uh, he has work. Yeah, he's a big boy now. So, yeah, so he wasn't able to join us, but it's all good. Hopefully be back uh, next week. If not, hopefully for the Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, yeah, he'll definitely be here podcast. for that. But let's get into the news. So the first thing, well, really the only newsworthy thing for us to talk about, which actually broke this morning. Yeah, there's been a lot of news, but, like, this is the thing that's on our mind, so this is what we're going to talk about. Yes. Yes, and that is Far Cry 6, which was just leaked by Ubisoft this morning, July Ubisoft leaked a game on accident? No way. So, according to the article on Engadget that I'm on right now on the website, it says uh, the Far Cry Six page showed up. It, it was a it was a tweet by Anjon0422, and it had a, a picture of the PS Hong Kong store and had Far Cry Six on the homepage. Uh, and then, not too long after that, Ubisoft UK tweeted a little short teaser about 11 seconds long featuring the game's villain lead played by none other than Giancarlo Esposito which if you guys have watched Breaking Bad out there you know who he is he played Gus oh yeah and the Mandalorian he's in all kind of shit what else was he in yeah 
He's just he's the he's, the he, token bad guy of our generation now. Yeah, he's he's kind of like always casted as a bad guy, but he does it so oh, yeah. well because he's so calm and collected, but yet so sinister. Yeah. He's he's brilliant, and I think this is what really goes to uh, show for Far Cry is they always had very strong villain leads ever since Far Cry mm-hmm. Three. Um, I think I think Vaz from Three was probably the strongest one up until maybe now. I, of course, we haven't played this game; we don't know how it's going to be, but I'm I'm pretty sure John Carlo Esposito is going to knock it out of the yeah. park with this because um, he's he's brilliant. So Esposito's character is going to be called Anton. Castillo, who's the dictator of Yara, which Yara is a tropical paradise frozen in time, according to the article, says Castillo's ruthless oppression ignites a revolution and players will assume the role of Danny Rojas, a guerrilla fighter battling Castillo's military. Uh, And then it also goes to say that it's not clear if Ubisoft originally planned to announce Far Cry 6 ahead of its Ubisoft Forward showcase this Sunday, which we will talk about next week, I'm sure. But thanks to this leak, we can expect more details from the digital event. And it shows that the release date for Far Cry 6 is going to be February 18th, 2021. Which makes sense. Most Far Cry games usually come out around that time. Yeah. It'll be a birthday gift to myself. That's true. Because I'm a few days after. But, uh, so, let's let's just kind of talk a little bit about Far Cry. Um... Have have you played any of the Far Cry games, Chuck? All right, let me tell you about my Far Cry situation. Um, I played three when it came out, and I loved it. And then I played, I, I, and I loved three because I feel like three probably had the best story, like full story, out of all of them. Well, that I know of at least. I played four, didn't didn't really yeah. like it as much. I started to get bored with those kind of like sandboxy ubisoft games where you just like clearing towers and yeah. stuff and i found four to be somewhat similar to three. yeah they were very similar i don't know if it was just like the um even though one took place in like uh i don't know if it was like caribbean or something like that of like an island and even though this one took, I think, place in like malaysia yeah, or something. It was like i don't mountain. know maybe because they were both very tropical they just felt a little similar even though they were completely different places of the world, yeah. they were just kind of reminiscent, I guess. For me, like, the game must have a super compelling story for me to get through it. Like, I'll play, like, half of a game and then, like, get bored and quit. But that's, that's what happened yeah. with 4. Like, I was super excited because they had Troy Baker as his villain. It looks so cool. Yeah. And then you play the game and, like, there's not really much story. And then 5 came out and five's the one in Montana, right? So 5... Yeah. Yeah, that was the first one that took place in yeah, five. The came, like the trailers came out, I was like, "Oh, this looks so cool!" Like America, fucking religion, shit. Like hell yeah! And then it came out, and I didn't even play it. So like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I played, I played. I think halfway through, and I think something else came out, and I got sidetracked. Never went back to it, but I, I started falling off a little bit. But um, I mean, I really enjoyed like the um, like the characters and stuff in that one. It. it, it it just felt, I guess, I guess because it took place in the U.S., it just felt like very uh, possible that this would happen, just because like we know cults like this has, and existed. we grew up in the South, um, so we know crazy religious people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, because I mean, think about of like Mount Carmel and Waco, Texas. And yeah, stuff like, this like is that, a super you know, possibility. Like, yeah, like stuff like that happens. Religious cults with loads and loads of illegal firearms that take over places, and it's crazy. But um, I, I kind of fell off, and I don't remember as to why. But I think Cooper had finished it and played all the DLC and everything. I know he. he yeah, I, re- I really that's, wish. That's the only reason why. Yeah, I, wish I really he was wish here. he was here because he fucking loves Far Cry. And he just replayed yeah, all. Of like them, I, I, I enjoy Far Cry, but um, it does fall in the same vein of a lot of Ubisoft titles, which is very samey, samey yeah. to one of another. Mm-hmm. Um, especially between Far Cry and Assassin's Creed, they kind of piggyback off of each other a lot. Um, even though the gameplay is completely different, um, but they still have the same mechanics of like, you know, take over this place, either synchronize a place, you uncover part of the map, gather these materials to craft items. Yeah. Um, they all started feeling that way pretty much in between Far Cry 3 and Far Cry 4. So kind of like after, I think it was kind of the success of that and Far Cry 3 and, and Black Flags 4, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and that that's one of the reasons I'm super excited about Far Cry 6, is because Ubisoft's last couple games, they've really been reinventing a lot of stuff. Like, they pretty much yeah. completely reinvented the Assassin's Creed series and the entire combat yeah. in that game. The new Watch Dogs game looks incredible, like... I cannot wait for yes. new Watch Dogs. So I'm thinking that this might be a, a big step up, especially with it being on next gen. So I'm super yeah. excited for it. Yeah, I, I think uh, Far Cry 6 is kind of going to, hopefully going to breathe new life into the Far Cry series, kind of like how Assassin's Creed Origins did to the Assassin's Creed series. Because I, I love Assassin's Creed. I played every single one from, from, the, from the very first one on PS3 all the way through um now granted i have yet to finish origins and odyssey just because they're so big they take a while to play through and if you're a person like me who likes playing a lot of different games you know you have a lot of games that overlap each other it's hard to just kind of break away and just play one game for a long period of time which we will talk about later in the episode about uh preparing for next gen and what you could do to kind of uh fill in the void for that yeah. time looking forward to this looking forward to that showcase on oh, yeah, sunday which is just two days away i'm um, excited to talk about it also can't wait to see what they're doing with just dance i'm sure it's gonna be oh, yeah dude the... and rabbits oh, fuck bro. Yeah. dude there might be a new mario rabbits game that would be sick i i never played the first one but i played a little bit of it and i'm, I'm, okay. I'm, it's like I'm not really into those those kind of games but i like the art style and shit so we'll definitely be discussing ubisoft later on but for now, let's get into our second topic of the podcast, which is going to be preparing for next generation consoles. They coming. It's coming. Almost there. They're coming. A few months away. We got till Dude, November. Dude, it's like so. four months away. I just realized that. Holy shit. It's coming up fast. This year is already... not flying by and flying by at the same time. Yeah, we're, we're already past halfway through Ooh. the year, man. The first thing we, we need to talk about is... Something that just happened, I think also this week, if I'm not mistaken, was that NBA 2K21 had announced the cover athletes and everything, uh, along with Dame Lillard, our boy, mm-hmm. Zion, and Kobe Bryant's going to be the cover athletes for next uh, for the next titles. But 
the biggest thing that came out from just announcing the cover athletes were the price points. Yep. And the prices show that next generation games were increasing from 59.99 to 60.99 for the standard editions. Now we all know that NBA 2K21 usually does uh, different editions. Zion is going to be on the the base edition for PS5 and Xbox Series X, and then Kobe is going to be on the Mamba Forever edition, which is their usually it's a hundred hundred dollar edition, their ultimate edition, whatever it may may be uh, called. But those are increasing. Yep. What's what's your thoughts on this, Chaz? I'm honestly surprised it took this long because games have been sixty dollars for what twenty years since like PS2, PS3. No, was it PS2? I think think they were fifty dollars for PS2, and then for PS3 they went to went to sixty dollars. Yeah, so it's been about two thousand five, two thousand six. So it's been about fourteen to fifteen years that they've been the same price point. See. I'm so, honestly just then ha- surprised it didn't happen for PS4. Same. I think a lot of people actually might have thought that because games stayed the same, but like accessories and stuff like that increased. Because yeah. like the DualShock 4 went from 60 to 65. I mean, even Nintendo, like they their controllers are what eighty dollars so a pair. Of <laughs> so expensive. You yeah. Know? So if if you're thinking about that, like, do you think the DualShock Five or DualSense controller, I should say, and the Xbox controller are going to be similar to the Joy-Con. Cost, yeah, like I'd say bucks. around eighty, ninety bucks, probably. Especially with the PS4 having that uh, crazy like haptic feedback and stuff, I'm sure. It's just... Yeah, especially if that that feature is supposed to be kind of similar to like the uh, the Rumble feature in the Joy Cons. Yeah, Cons. HD Rumble. Uh, I'm assuming it's a very similar technology, so we might see that same price. Point. Yeah. Which is something to note and to think about um, <laughs> when you're uh, saving up, thinking about getting additional accessories yeah. and stuff. But uh, what I did want to mention was to to put it into a perspective of why the prices of games are going up. Obviously, everything gets expensive as as it goes on. You know, new technology and stuff like that gets more expensive. It gets more expensive to manufacture, to make, all this kinds of stuff. Obviously, mm-hmm. right? So. Not only is the cost of production and stuff like that going to be more expensive, but like just the budgets for these production companies and development teams becomes more expensive as time goes on with all the technology and and stuff like that that has to move forward. So it makes it more and more expensive each year, each generation to make a game. Yeah. Right? So if you're thinking about a game... At the launch of PS3 in 2006, costing $60. In 2020, with the cost of inflation of the U.S. dollar, that $60 becomes $76.31. Yep. So it's a cumulative rate of 27.2% increase over those 14 years. So, you know, actually it, sh- it, it seems like we're actually still saving money. If it's going to be seventy dollars for a game, I feel bad for Australians. Um, it's going to be like a hundred dollars for a game in Australia, probably. <laughs> yeah, but like compare um, compare but, the game you get in two thousand six to the game you get in two thousand twenty. You're getting yeah, way more like for the, your money, you know. Oh my God! Yes, indeed, and and not only that, but like look at the difference 
of it, just the way it looks and plays. Yeah, is so everything much about it is so much better. So I feel like I'd be willing to pay eighty. Honestly, I mean, like games are really, really hard to make. They're really expensive. Um, yeah. I mean, like, let's say you pay twenty dollars to go. Well, you can't do it right now, but let's say you pay twenty dollars to go watch a movie in a theater. That's like two hours of your time. You do that four times. Yeah. That's the price of a game and you're probably going to get way more time out of the game. So I feel like, yeah, eight hours for, for 40 bucks compared to hundreds of hours for 60 or 70. And also Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of games are going to start going more, not free to play, but like maybe the price is going to be cheaper, but there's a lot of microtransactions and stuff, which I'm fine with if it's like cosmetics and stuff, because I love that kind of stuff. But yeah, and and that's also another 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 argument that people have for NBA 2K21 going up to seventy dollars. Yeah, because we all know they have the my team and my 2K player, is, is weird is because they, ha- they have yeah they have a lot of microtransactions and they're the microtransactions aren't all cosmetic. So I could totally understand people not liking that. For me, I just played a game. I don't really worry about that kind of stuff. I don't really go into my park and stuff. So for me, it's not a big issue, but. Yeah, I could I could see why people would have a problem with that. Yeah, because I'm I'm thinking about games like not only that but like Madden and FIFA Ultimate teams, which also are are huge like money grabbing. Along with, um, I mean, shit. Think about Call of Duty Warzone right now. Now, granted, Warzone's free, but the base game yeah. isn't. And if you play just the multiplayer, and you want to buy the battle pass, you know that's I think it's like. It's 10 bucks every season for the battle pass to unlock it and that doesn't guarantee you much it just guarantees you i think like four items when you first get it and then each tier you get something yeah new. but if you just play without paying you get like two new weapons guaranteed each season um if you level up the battle pass so you know like i understand like the complaint of like well if games are going up then you know, we shouldn't have to pay all these microtransactions. And, and you know, I get it. But a lot of those games that do have the microtransactions are games that do have online features. And they do have to pay for those servers and constantly updating the game. You know, so that, that does go into their time for doing all these things and adding these new cosmetics and making sure it's all programmed correctly into the game and it's not game-breaking or anything like that, too. So... This is just also something to kind of think yeah, about. Yeah, and I, I know it won't, but I hope this extra 10 bucks somehow goes into, like, getting these these developers to, like, manage their employees better. Because the, the whole, like, crunch in the game industry is the thing that just needs to go away. Like, that's not a healthy business practice, and, like, that's not a thing in any other business, in any other industry. So, like, I think... Not it's this isn't gonna go to that really, but I think the whole games industry as a whole really needs to like remanage itself mm-hmm. and how it makes these games because like it's really not healthy for the yeah. developers. And I, I think also also a lot of it has to do. I'm I'm sure there's a lot of it with like you know their their, their agenda of like when they want these games out for like stockholders and all this yeah. kind of stuff, right? But like. I think they also announced games a little too mm-hmm. early. Like, look at Elder Scrolls Six. Why the hell did they so announce stupid. that game so that early? That game, they probably have a drawing of a lion somewhere. That's all they got. We probably we probably won't even get that game for, like, another, like, five Dude, years. Dude, I don't even... I'll say <laughs> 10, 15. 
we're we, what do we we don't even know anything about their space game yet. That's probably five years away. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm assuming we're gonna get it this console generation, but we don't really know how long the generation yeah. lasts. I'm assuming kind of similar to like seven, yeah. eight years, give or take. But um, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I I mean, you look at it like the movie industry and the music industry. A lot of you know, a lot of people do want you know their 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 work out there as quick as possible and you know and they they tell their fans or whatever like look out for this date because this is when this is dropping or you know this movie's coming out this date but like a lot of times like you'll see you'll see movie and albums and stuff like that get pushed back if there's something that's not right like directors leaving or you know if their writing wasn't good enough like they'll hire new writers and stuff so you know I, i would rather my dollar go towards something that took its time and perfected the game as much as they could than just rushing a shit pile. Yeah, I'd always right? rather wait. I'd rather you delay the game and, like, not have to work 40-hour days, even though that's not a possibility. Like, I'd rather you, like, be able to take your time and make sure everything's good and not have to worry about that. And But that's just not the reality of it. But... Because a lot of people aren't patient like us. They're like, I want the game. I don't give a fuck about them. But like, you yeah. gotta realize people don't people also, don't think that there's people behind making these games. Like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I'm also like one of those people that like. I mean, I'm a I'm a big sports fan, but like, I only buy like maybe one or two sports titles throughout a console generation. Like, I'll buy like the yeah, first that's what one I do usually that comes out just so I could have it. And I'll go back to it every now and then when I play it because I don't play sports games like on the daily. Yeah. But then like I'll buy one like five if it's on later. sale or something, I'll pick one up. Yeah, yeah, that's usually yeah. what I go I do. Yeah, so it's like I'm not expecting games annually or anything like that, which I get why. Although at the same time, I don't understand why. Just just do a roster. Yeah, update I feel like these year. games should just be like <laughs> like uh. Um, what's it called? Oh my god. Like, living games. Like, it's just one game and it just keeps going. Like, games of the service. Yeah, like, you definitely could 2K. Okay, this is 2K. It's always gonna be 2K. It's gonna have the up, the newest rosters will upgrade, updated and stuff. But they want their $60 or $70 every year. Yeah, or maybe, yeah, or even like the upgrades or something like that. Like, after a while, like, if there's some sort of like paid DLC for it, like, you can charge them maybe like 10 20 bucks mm-hmm. a year or something like that to get the new updates or something that way it's at least it's something to help keep going forward but it's not like a completely brand new 70 dollars just for a very similar game over yeah and over. but we also play call of duty yeah so who the fuck are we what are we, <laughs> we talking can't about really much but granted they're different development teams it's not the same one yeah we're... but <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right, but uh, there's one thing that I do want to say about inflation as well. Because um, as the cost of goods and stuff like this are going up, it does still make it hard for for some people to really enjoy this hobby. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, video games and stuff like that is a, is a very expensive hobby. A lot of hobbies are expensive. They're not cheap. This is a luxury hobby, yeah. you know, quote-unquote luxury hobby. Um, but you got to think about minimum minimum wage back in 2006 to now it hasn't changed you know it's not like companies and 
and all this stuff are paying their employees more according to inflation, right? So it does make it hard for them to afford these yeah. things. So, you know, I'm just kind of playing devil advocate here and, and kind of showing both sides, right? The consumer side and the developer side. Because if you look about, what's the minimum wage here in Louisiana? $7.25. Seven, yeah, $7.25. All right, so in 2006, minimum wage was seven twenty-five. In 2020, it should be $9.22. Yeah. So, you know, these, these companies are, you know, jipping people out on $2 an hour. Now, you know. Yeah, I mean, we could, $16 we could go day, down the whole rabbit hole. Multiply that by, how. I don't know, like 260 days. Yeah. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot, you know. Yeah, but, like, we're, like, we're, like, super into this, so we're obviously going to be playing the newest games and, like, getting the new consoles and stuff. But, like, the people I work with, like, I was, like, talking to one of them about 2K, and I was like, yeah, dude, can't wait to get 2K on the PS5. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get it on my Xbox One. But, like, I mean, that's fine. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. It's just no. that's how that's how a there's, lot of people, a lot that of people don't really, like, they don't need the newest and best and stuff. And especially, yeah, they just want their, their, yeah. So like, um, cause that's, that's, they, you know, they might only play like one or two games a year. It might just be their 2k and like, I don't know, battlefield. Yeah. You know, that's it. Like, that's all they do. Or they might just play Madden and 2k. That's it. Yeah. You know? So they don't really play anything else. They don't need the latest and greatest system. Just for those games. We're in the vocal minority here. Yeah, they might get it when the price point is cheaper and stuff like this, or if it's on sale. But um, you know, early adopting a console, I, I still think most people are in the minority of getting it day one. You know, unless you're like a little more of a hardcore fan, a gamer. You know, yeah, for, on, for most people, average, I would not. I would say casual them. gamer may not even realize there's a new console coming yeah. out this year. For most people, I would not suggest them buy a new console the first day it comes out. Like, no, you never know what can happen. You can get a red ring or something horrible could happen, and you could, yeah, so like, or the uh, what what was what, the uh, the blue light of death or something like that? The PlayStation Four had at launch. Oh yeah, I think Xbox Ones had like this weird motor sounding. Yeah. Any thing. type of hardware is gonna have malfunctions. PS3s melted. <laughs> <laughs> caught fire oh god uh joy con drift on, on nintendo switch which is still a thing yeah that's ridiculous day. that that hasn't been fixed yet yeah i had my second joy con have drift so annoying but yeah like I, pretty I much when you're buying a console at launch you're pretty much beta testing it i mean they, they've tested yeah. they've curated and stuff but like a lot of these companies they don't know like something faulty like that till it's out to everybody so yeah and i mean like for me, for example, I never had really any issues with my PS4, yeah, which I was super lucky that I didn't have any issues with it um, until like recently. It's just because it was it was the launch model. It was older. It was just it was getting a little slow and chuggish. But uh, so I ended up getting like the slim ones or whatever, just just to hold me over um, about two years ago or whatever. But you know, nothing really internal. You know, that prevented me from playing. It was just a pain in the ass to like load up. Yeah, it just got slower after a while. <laughs> That's one stuff. thing I'm so excited for is the PS5 when we get it. It's going to feel so fast. For like two yeah, months. Dude, that is one thing I got to say. PlayStation, Sony, y'all need to step it up in your, your OS. 
Y'all shit's so slow. Is the Xbox like quick and shit? It's super fast compared mm-hmm. to PlayStation, dude. It was super fast when I had mine. It's like so fucking. But PlayStation's got them exclusives, so. Do you want games or a good operating system? Yeah. Both prefer. If only Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo <laughs> can merge and be some superpower, uh, that would be, be sick. But that won't ever happen. <laughs> but, um. So, I'm gonna hop along into uh, our, our main topics. It's our accumulative list of preparing for next gen stuff that you that we recommend or you can do in order to prepare yourself for the launch of these systems if you want to be an early adopter for these systems now obviously the first one would be you know check in with your local uh mom and pop shop target walmart best buy gamestop wherever you buy uh these consoles or your games at um some of these stores may have a waiting list um, usually they won't have anything available until they know a price point to pre-order a system, but some of them may still be taking names down. I don't really know of any off the top of my head. Um, but I know when I was, yeah, I was GameStop, say Game Shop does usually, you know, we would do a waiting list whenever they would announce a new system or something. We would take people's names and numbers and then let them know as soon as it was available and we go in order. So the sooner, the better, obviously. But besides that, what can you be doing now on your current gen system while waiting for the new gen? You know, we got a few months left. You're probably bored. There's no new games coming out except for Ghost of Tsushima here for the PS4. And I don't think there's anything for Xbox exclusively uh, that I could think of. Uh, Excuse me if there is. I'm just not aware of it. But what you could be doing now is... Finishing up games in your backlog. If you're anybody like myself, I have a huge library of games. More games than I can probably play. And a lot of games that I started playing, never finished. Want to go back, just never had time. Well, now's the time to do that. So, I have certain games like Persona 5, The Witcher 3, even DLC for games like Spider-Man and horizon zero dawn that i've yet to go back and finish you know you can go back and and do those sort of things so do you have anything to add on to that Chad? i mean yeah not as you started listening and i started thinking about a couple games that i'd want to beat before ps5 i definitely want to get back into persona 5 and i definitely want to try horizon again because i didn't love it the first time i played it you need to, especially now that you don't have Breath yeah, of the Wild. Breath of the Wild kind of ruined that game for me, so maybe going back to it now with a fresh mindset would be good. But uh, yeah, I, I think also so. really want to replay Uncharted 4 Lost Le- and Lost Legacy and God of War. Those are like the main things I want to replay before PS5. Because I've only played God of War which, once, that is so a perfect... I need to replay it. Yeah, which that's actually a perfect segue into our next item on the list. Now, this list is in no particular order. It's just as we came up with them. Uh, But it's to go back and play your favorite titles. So like Chaz said, Uncharted, God of War, games that he's played, but he loved them so much he wants to go back. Yeah, and you might as well replay it one last time, you know. Spend some time with your PS4. I, I go back and play Bioshock 1 probably yearly. Because it's my favorite game of yep. all time. So, 
that's one of the things you can do. Find your favorite game that you have. Maybe you haven't played it in a while. Or maybe you want to start a tradition of playing a game annually just because you love it so much. That is something you could do. Um, which also segues perfectly into our next item on the list, which if you're a trophy hunter or achievement hunter like myself, you know, you might have played and gone back and beaten these games, but you still have some remaining trophies and achievements to get. Clean up those remaining trophies on your list. Go back in, you know, grind to level up or, you know, search every nook and cranny for those collectibles in those worlds. Find all the audio logs that you got to yeah. do, you know, go back and do highly that. Highly recommend. That's something I need to do for Horizon myself. Yeah, personally. I highly recommend if you're playing Last of Us, just go for the plat. It's a really easy plat, really. Yes. Yeah, it, it really is. It just takes two yeah, full playthroughs. Not even one and a half if you don't miss the last workbench, like my dumbass said. You're right. You're but right. um, yeah, the reason I, the only reason I played that game is because there was no difficulty trophy. Because that's the one thing that always annoys me. Yes. But yeah. Yes. Because the first one had survivor difficulty and multiplayer. Yeah, trophies. and I was gonna play Uncharted Four, but bothered. Uncharted Four had a difficulty trophy too, so I, I just got yeah. same thing with yeah. Bioshock. The, the hardest difficulty without Vita Chambers. Ugh. Sole reason why uh, I never got the Platinum. Fuck that. I hated it. It's so hard. Yeah. And I mean, you could save spoof it, but like, ugh, it's still such a pain. Yeah, and at that point, like, why are you even doing this? For... Yeah, it's like, I'm not even enjoying yeah. the game. I don't want to not like my favorite game. Yeah, <laughs> I've never been like super, super into trophies, but I like, like, if I see one pop up, and then I'll go look at the trophy list, but... It yeah. takes a special kind of game. something satisfying about hearing that. Yeah, jingle. I love the jing. I love both. I think PS4 and Xbox both have great achievements slash trophy noises. Dude, Xbox Xbox One has a sick jingle for like when you get like a, a rare trophy. It's oh, dope. I was just thinking of like the OG boop, Xbox sound. Yeah, no, Xbox One has. I think I think every every achievement's different oh, really? than the than the old 360 one, but they have like. Uh, like the rare trophies that are, you know, there's a less percentage of people that get it uh-huh. or whatever, has like a special animation and jingle, and it's yeah, sick. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, that is cool, dude. Yeah, that's super dope. <laughs> it's dope. <laughs> Which, dude, if if PlayStation would do something like that for PS5, like maybe the rare trophies have their own little jingle or like the platinum trophies. Yeah, it, I mean that'd be so, that'd something be like this, where like each level trophy has its own little thing yeah yeah like the normal trophy could be the bronze do do a little something special for the silver gold and platinum yeah. man i didn't even know this was a thing this is super dope and i'm looking at it yeah yeah but on to the next item on the list it's also going back and checking the game stores for deals and savings you know, now is the time that if there's games that you have yet to play that you have always wanted to go play, even if you don't own it yet, you know, check the PlayStation Xbox store, check your your retail store that you go to, your mom and pop shop, wherever it is that you go get your games. Right now, there's deals more than ever because it's coming to the end of the game cycle and there's been all these games that have been out for the last eight years or so. So a lot of them are on sale. There's a lot of good games on sale for like, 10 15 20 bucks that you know normally are 60 bucks so go and check those out um i know myself personally uh i just went and bought like a bunch of titles that like i bought the whole like resident evil series on playstation 4 
since they were all like five bucks, ten bucks a piece. Because that's that's something that I've been wanting to go back and play through. Well, I didn't I didn't do the two and three because they just recently came out, but four through seven. I ended yeah. Up getting. And the first one that they remastered. and especially looking forward so, to this holiday, like I bet Black Friday is gonna have some Unreal like PS4 and Xbox One deals. Yeah, and the and the great thing about PS4, PS5, and the Xbox Series X is both of them are gonna be backwards compatible, so you can take these games over to your next gen console. Um, if you're if you're planning on keeping the console, even better, you can play it natively. If if not, don't worry, they're gonna be backwards compatible of sorts. That's the only thing we don't know yet, though, is if it's going to be both disc-based and digital-based, or just one or the other. Yeah. Not really sure how they're going to implement it. If it's going to be kind of like how Xbox uh, kind of emulates the 360, or if it's going to be native play, uh, kind of like how the um, the Xbox uh, 360 used to do for Xbox original games. But, and I'm assuming a good bit of games are going to have like free upgrades because that was another part of the Far Cry leak yes. is that it said it was going to have yes. a free PS5 upgrade. So. And I believe uh, NBA said yeah. as well that they were going to do an so upgrade. So I'm assuming that's just going to be how it goes. Like, that, that's just how it's going to – like everyone gets free upgrades. Yeah, which they did something similar last time with last generation. Yeah. Um, like I remember like when I was like – I was working at GameStop at the time. Now, I don't know how it's going to go this time around, but last time it was like a $10 upgrade. You could trade in your game back into GameStop uh, and then buy the new game for 10 bucks. Yeah. But it was only like the launch launch game list. It wasn't like Infamous Second Son or something. obviously stuff that wasn't on the at launch, but it was all like launch yeah. titles. So um, I doubt, you know, game like... Well, it's hard to really say, like, Ghost of Tsushima and The Last of Us Part Two, since they just recently came out. They may have, like, a, a, nat- a native port of the game, or they might just you might just be able to play it right off the Enhanced. bat, whether it's disc yeah. or digital on your console. But um, I don't see them having, like, a disc-based release of it, and then, like, you'll be able to trade in that one to... Yeah, I don't know. You know I don't think I, they would do that, probably. Not right away, at least. Yeah, I think it, I think it would just be like games at launch or like within a certain window. Yeah. So if Far Cry is in February, maybe to like March, just so that way early adopters have a easier time of, you know, going into into next gen. Yeah. So the next thing on the list is to just save money. <laughs> <laughs> Plain and simple. Save That's money. what I'm trying to do. Uh, you know. Yes, I've been doing the same pretty much since the beginning of the year. As soon as they said that there was next-gen consoles, I was like, all right, I'm going to put a little bit here and there, every paycheck. Are you you planning to get both? No. I want to get both. Not this time around. I'm just going to get PS4 probably. Um, I probably will at some point, but if just like I did last time, I got the PlayStation at launch, and then I got the Xbox used yeah like months later like within the first year i think i had gotten it but um like months later um i just gotten a pre-owned yeah i really wanted the xbox series x i, was able to I really like the way the series x looks like i love the box i think it looks way better than the ps4 personally but i just got a pc and all of microsoft games are on pc now so there's really no point for me to get an xbox really so i'm just gonna get the ps4 yeah yeah, just get just get Game yeah, Pass. Yeah, that's that's what I have it now, and Game Pass is an amazing service. Like, the, dude, it's yeah. so good. Um, X, Sony I, something I'm like that. that. 
I was going to say, I'm hoping Sony's PlayStation Now eventually turns into you can play all these exclusives at launch. Yeah, like through PlayStation. Even if now. it's not PS5 There's... shit, like every PS4 exclusive on this bitch. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I think that's that was that was really great about Xbox Game Pass. Although I think they needed to do something just to boost sales, since their system itself. Yeah, they needed something. You know, doing as well as it as the prior yeah. uh, generation did. Um, but I, I think it was a great move to be like, hey, you know, you you pay this Game Pass every month, you can play all these titles, and also all new Xbox exclusive games or Xbox and Microsoft exclusive games are going to be available on Game Pass at launch. Like, that's yeah. fucking huge. That's a way to, to sell a Game Pass, a subscription for someone, and, and keep those people, like, you know, like, because it's just like, you get everything. Yeah. Like, there's no need. Like, you can get and, it in the comfort of your house. You don't have to worry about going out and buying it. It's there for you, ready to go. And apparently, it's really beneficial to the developers as well. So it's not like the developers are getting screwed out of people not buying their games. Apparently, Microsoft really... Yep. Um, like, uh, if you, they really benefit the developers whose games get played. So like, I think it's a win-win for everybody really. And I think that's going to be the future is like streaming service game, like stuff like that, like services. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the next thing on the list this was kind of a late addition, but I, I, I did want to put that on there just because uh, I, I thought it was it was still somewhat important. And that is to watch showcases and reveal events. So, for example, the Ubisoft Forward event that's coming up on Sunday, you know, I'm definitely going to be watching that uh, to see what games Ubisoft is going to be working on and going to be releasing. Um, I'm sure they're going to show off, you know, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is going to be at launch. Far Cry 6, which is going to be a few months after launch, and pretty much what they're going to be working on for the next probably year, right? So, uh, and then also, like, just today, they also had a a Nintendo Treehouse event for Paper Mario or a game. Oh, I cannot wait. Uh, So good. I think that and Ghost of Tsushima is on the same day, right? Yeah, it's going to be so good. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to get Ghost of Tsushima first. I still have Luigi's Mansion three that I have yet. Yeah, to play. I haven't. I haven't played. I don't even have Luigi's Mansion three. I'm probably gonna. You know what? I bought it. I bought it at launch on Halloween day, <laughs> and I just popped it in for the first time and broke the seal on the case this week. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm gonna play that this weekend. I just decided because I haven't played it, and I totally forgot about that game. So I'm doing that shit this weekend. Yeah. So perfect uh you know we were just talking about going back and finishing games in your backlog that's a game of backlog yeah, right there. i mean had the game for almost a whole year and i haven't touched <laughs> it but uh yeah watch these reveal events see what games are going to be announced see what games you're interested in which segues i'm pretty sure there's the an xbox event point. this week happening too uh it's on 23rd? the 23rd okay so it's coming up yeah yeah so we'll be yeah. talking about that definitely for sure later on in the month but uh talking about watching these showcases and reveal events uh, segues very nicely into our last point on our list and that's going to be make a list of games and accessories you want at launch this is something i actually personally do uh mostly because ever since i I worked in retail how many people would come and buy a console and then their game 
and then you know obviously as a, as a salesman you, you you want to obviously try to sell something extra to the person right that's just the way sales works you know you know you might suggest a controller a headset online membership whatever it may be additional games pre-orders but you know by making a list of games and accessories you want at launch also ha- you you have that list so that way you don't forget about anything like for example like at launch i'm gonna buy the console uh i'm, I'm gonna end up probably getting the digital one so i'm not gonna be buying games at the store but i'm definitely gonna need a headset right so i can talk to people mm-hmm. especially c- c- when i play like call of duty but you know it, just so that way it's 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 an ease of mind to where like okay i got everything on the list i don't have to worry about getting home realizing i forgot something and go all the way back to the store to yeah pick up. you know how many times how many times do you go to the grocery store to get one thing and then you you get home and you're like oh shit i forgot to get that bread. literally happened to me you know, like, an hour ago <laughs> See, exactly if you made a list you put everything on the list you won't got forget. the goddamn garbage bags god damn it <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I had to get garbage bags this week. I had to get yeah, I'm going to have to go back later this afternoon because I have no garbage bags. Fuck. Adult yeah, life. I had like two left, and I was like, ah, I might as well get it now. Yeah. But yeah, so perfect example. See, we both had issues of us forgetting stuff when we went to the grocery store. Now, just store don't do that when it comes to games because you don't want to go back. You want to play yeah. your goddamn games. Exactly. It's even worse because it's like, okay, I got this brand new system. Because I'm, I'm one of those people, it's like, if I buy like... Like, let's say I buy a brand new coffee table or something that you have to, like, put together, right? Like, I am so ex- – for some reason, I'm so excited to put that thing together. Like, I want to do it, like, that, oh, I'm, that the, I'm the same Like, way. I don't want to wait. I'm the same exact way. Like, I just have to do it, yeah. right? So, if I'm, a, if I'm at the house, I open up my box for my PlayStation 5. You know, I plug it all in. And, hypothetically, let's say I got the disc-based one. I, my internet's not good enough or whatever to buy digital games online. You know, and and then I go to play the play a game, and I'm like, "Crap, I forgot to buy the game." Or I go to play Call of Duty with you online, Chaz, and then I'm like, "Shit, I forgot my headset." Or I didn't update so the I game. Can't talk to Fuck. You. Or yeah, you know, there's and and yeah, and then there's also gonna be updates. Yeah, you know, at if, launch. If you forget something, just put your console to update, and then go to the store. You'll probably have time, to be honest, but. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at least at least if that's. So are you get Are right, you getting right. the disc one? I'm probably going to just do yeah. digital. Um, I haven't... I mean, a, a part of me almost... A part of me wants the disc one just in case. I was the know? same way, but, but it's so... The discless one looks so much better. The disc one looks so That stupid. and also, I... The last game I bought physical... I think might have been... Might have been Luigi's Mansion Three, honestly, for for the Switch. Yeah, I buy a bunch of my Switch games digital, physical. But... See, but like the the thing about me with a lot of games is like if if it's a game I'm like interested in but I'm not sure of, I like to buy physical so that way I could just trade it back in if mm-hmm. I don't like it. Whereas with digital, I can't do that. Um, I would love to see something kind of like Steam, you know, for Xbox and PlayStation, to where like you can buy a game digitally and within a certain time period, if you don't like it, you can return. Yeah. It. Um. You know, like thirty minutes or so, an hour, whatever it may be. I think that'd be great. Yeah, that, I love that. Um, That's one of my favorite things. Could about be abused for some games, but you know, like, could you imagine playing like uh, Gone Home and it was like an hour rental? Yeah. 
It's like you could have just beaten the whole game, like <laughs> easily. You could have beaten it several times within yeah. an hour. So they'd have to find the right balance, you know. But uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much all we got this week for uh, the podcast. Yeah. Not too much to really talk about. I mean, we had a huge discussion last week about The Last of Us and Part Two. Um, next week we might have I, I, some early impressions of the game because it comes out a week from today so maybe mm-hmm. if depending on when we record but yeah yeah because we've been trying to get these podcasts up uh pretty much on the on fridays but given the fact that there's two games releasing on friday we might record on yeah. saturday try to get it up saturday just so that way we can at least give a little bit of first impressions yeah We'll see yeah, how it we'll goes. Um, we also have Ubisoft to talk about and stuff like that next week, so we'll have a few more uh, talking yeah. points to, to discuss. But it's good to be back on the pod. I'm, uh, it, feels, it feels good. Yeah. Good good talking good. with you and, and Cooper. It feels like old times, just me and you, OG, OG, OG crew. But yeah. yeah, there's a lot of stuff to be excited about as a gamer, so it's good times. Yeah, definitely going to be an exciting end yeah. of the year. Hopefully <laughs> we finish, this finish year out this year good. with a bang and not like a literal bang, like a in video game bang. Okay. <laughs> not not a not a Yeah, don't please bang. no. Please no. No nukes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well that'll do this for this week's episode of the Tech Rich Games Podcast. So if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube so you don't miss any episodes. Leave a like on the video as well if you enjoyed it and if you're on the audio podcast versions on spotify and apple podcasts please uh leave us a review if you enjoyed it five stars really helps us out you know what i'm saying uh gets us gets us a little more uh uh, out there and so that way people are aware when they search for for video games and uh don't forget to subscribe to us as well on those platforms as well so thank you guys and we'll see you next time Say again.